done a triathlon? You know, a triathlon, three sports. That's where you swim a lot, then you ride a bike a lot, and then you run a lot, all in a row, all on the same morning. I've done one. Today we're going to talk about triathlon training here on the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Welcome in to another episode of the BA $100,000 Haircutter Podcast. I'm Ivan Zoot, and I am very happy to have you here for this season number 11, episode number 20 in our continuing $100,000 Haircutter conversation. As I said in the opening, today we're going to talk about triathlon training. We're specifically going to talk about an aspect of triathlon training that I think can be very, very important for elite professional haircutters. It is something that elite triathletes know, and it's something that if we know in the haircut business and apply to what we do, I think it can take us not only to the winner's circle, but a level up in the work that we do and in our pursuit of being a $100,000 haircutter. So in the podcast description, if I figured out how to put it up there, is a picture of me having just crossed the finish line of the Chicago Triathlon. Yeah, I did it. I did it once. I'm probably not going to do it again. I'm glad I did it, and I don't want to do it again. It was a lot of hard work, and it took a lot of training, but it felt really good to finish, uh, and I was super excited to have been a part of it. But you train for a triathlon by working on those three sports. You want to work to be able to swim strong, swim well, and of course, swim fast. And you want to do the same thing on the bike. You want to be able to ride long and hard. You want to be able to ride fast. And you want to be able to run. You want to be able to run long. You want to be able to run hard. And you want to be able to run fast. I think you see the pattern here. And good triathlon training builds your endurance and your skills in these various sports. However, in the course of triathlon training, as you approach the elite level of competition, you will get to a point where the reality is you cannot swim any faster. You cannot bike any faster. And quite frankly, you can't run any faster either. You kind of max out your abilities in efficiency and productivity in those three disciplines. And what happens with elite triathlon training at this point is they start to work on something called transition training. And many times a triathlon can be won and lost in the transitions. The transitions refers to the gap between the events, the gap between swimming and biking, and the gap in between biking and running. At the end of the swim, you've got to get to your bike. This is transition. You've got to get your goggles off, your swim cap off. You've got to get your bike shoes on. You probably got to put a shirt on maybe. Uh, and then you've got to get your bike to the bike starting line to enter into the bike course. The time spent, used, or quite frankly wasted, in transition can make or break a win or a podium position or a trophy in a triathlon. Same thing goes with what happens at the end of the bike ride. You've got to get your bike stashed. You've got to get your bike shoes off. got to get your running shoes on and got to get onto the running course to start running. This is what happens in between those segments, but... The clock doesn't stop. The timing continues on, and every moment in transition counts. Well, it's kind of the same way with professional haircutting. You can only cut hair so fast. And quite frankly, 
even as the guy with the Guinness World Records, I'm going to tell you, you don't necessarily want to cut hair so fast. There's a limit to how fast you want to go. We've talked about the balance between the client's feeling of what they're paying for and what they're getting and how long it takes that, that delicate balance of the customer experience. Well, we all understand that there comes a point in time, there comes a speed and a time frame that we don't want to compromise. That's as fast as we want to go with the haircut to maintain quality and to maintain the customer experience. And it all comes down at that point in our elite haircutter training, just like elite triathlon training, it comes down to the transitions. And there is time wasted in the transitions. There is um, customer service impressions created in the transitions. There are feelings that happen in the transitions. And we want to identify that here in the conversation. And we want to talk about my five tips to improve your transition training on the way to elite professional haircutting status. We're going to be right back after a quick break and we're going to talk about it. As you work to continue to improve and to try to achieve elite performance status in haircutting and elite levels of income, I hope this podcast is helpful to you. And if you want to level up on that learning, I want to invite you to join the $100,000 Haircutter Academy. You can have one month absolutely free. All the coaching, all the training, the video modules, the download documents, the resource library, all of it for the first month is absolutely free. After that, it's just $29.95 a month, less than the value of the one-on-one coaching call alone, and you get a one-on-one coaching call every single month. So the Academy is an incredible bargain, it's incredibly powerful, and it's incredibly effective for those who are a part of it. I want to invite you to join today and look forward to having you there. Welcome back to the podcast. Alrighty, welcome back to the podcast and welcome into my five tips for elite training, transition training, like triathlon training for beauty and barber professionals. The gaps in between the haircuts is where we can use time effectively, we can make up time productively, and we can enhance the customer experience. All things that lead to elite levels of performance. Here we go, my top five tips. Number one is awareness. The first step in the process is being aware that transition timing matters. That the time between customers, that you serve a customer, you finish that customer, ring them up, ring them out, get them out, and take the next customer. The time between when you say goodbye to the previous customer and shake hands and greet and welcome back to your chair the next customer is very, very important time. And being aware of the fact that that timing matters is the first step on your way to success. Now let's talk about how to use it. Number two, I think it's important to look at transition timing from the client's perspective. What does this look like? What does this feel like to the client? Because it looks different than it looks to you and it feels different than it feels to you. And it's important to recognize it's the client's feelings that matter here because as soon as you're done with a haircut, they think you should be calling their name and taking them immediately. They don't think about all the things that need to happen in transition. They don't think about sanitation, although they care about it. They realize it has to happen, but, but that's not their concern. They don't care about your need to go to the bathroom, to get a drink of water, to stop and pause for a minute and catch your breath. 
it's not because they don't care about you. It's not because they're heartless or inconsiderate. It's because they care about them and their haircut. And that's what's important to them. Understanding that client perspective and recognizing that when they see you doing anything other than pulling the ticket and calling their name, this causes stress, anxiety, uh, pain, if you will, from their perspective, because, hey, I'm next. You should be cutting my hair now. You should have already started. There shouldn't be anything else going on. We know that's not true, but that's how it feels to the client. Being aware of the importance of transition timing and recognizing how it feels from the client's perspective, we're well on our way to making the best transitions we possibly can. Number three on the list, do what you got to do. Simply put, do the things that need to happen in transition. Be efficient, be effective, get them done. Straighten your station, organize your tools, spray your clippers, sanitize your scissors, sweep the floor, wipe the chair. All the things that have to happen related to sanitation. Get them done. Hit the bathroom. Grab a swig of Red Bull. All the things that need to happen for you. Take care of your personal needs in that transition. Rapidly, efficiently, effectively. Get right to it. Take care of your team members. Sanitation first, personal needs second, and third, the team. Do you need to run a broom past the other chairs? Do you need to check in with the desk? You good? Everything okay? You need to check in with other coworkers cutting hair on the floor. Hey, anybody good? All right, I'm taking the next client. And that brings us to number four. Take the next client. Pull the next ticket as quickly as possible. Call the client's name, greet the client, whatever your process and procedures are within your business, and get that client back to your chair in the shortest possible period of time. Take the next client. And number five on the list, I call acknowledging the elephant. Accept and acknowledge the reality the transition feels different for customers than it does for you. And say something about it to the client, especially if the transition was longer than it could be, longer than it should be, longer than it might have needed to be, or no matter what its length, longer than it might have felt to the client. If the client felt it was longer than it should be. Acknowledge it. Say, hey, you wait a little bit? You may be surprised because you may think the client felt like they waited too long. And then you may get an answer that surprises. You may say to a client, you have to wait a bit. And the client might say, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Ivan cuts my hair and I will wait for Ivan as long as it takes. What a wonderful compliment. What a wonderful feeling. What a positive answer. Even if he had to wait, it's because you, your service and your haircut is important to him. But it's not always going to go positive like that. They might say, yeah, it took too long. Acknowledge it. And when and where necessary, offer a simple apology. It's not hard to say, I'm sorry you had to wait longer than you would have liked to. That's all. And don't make excuses and don't blame. Because quite frankly, the client doesn't care. I'm running a little bit late because I got in late. He doesn't care. I'm running a little bit late because Jessica called off today. He doesn't care. I'm running a little bit late because the last guy changed his mind in the middle of the haircut and I had to cut it twice. Client doesn't care. A simple apology. Sorry you had to wait longer than you would have liked, but you're in my chair now and you are my priority. So let's talk about your haircut and let's get into your haircut and focus on the business at hand. Those are the tips for elite transition training. 
Be aware that it matters. Understand the client's perspective. Do what you got to do. Take the next client and acknowledge the elephant when and where necessary. And you are well on your way to peak performance and $100,000 haircutter performance in the beauty and barber business. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I'm always happy to have you here. There's always a new podcast coming every Sunday, 2 p.m. Central Time. If you subscribe, you'll never miss an episode. I look forward to hearing what you think about transition training, and I look forward to helping you again next week. I also look forward to having you join the $100,000 Haircutter Academy. Have a great week. Bye-bye.